Hello and welcome to Lion City Rock, the only podcast about Singapore's pop music scene, past, present and future. Uh, featuring me, Chris, and my co-host, Kevin. Say hello, Kevin. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Hello. Good morning. How are you today? Good, good. Good start to, good start to the weekend because my team won last night. So, happy with you. <laughs> Your football team. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Top of the league. Five points clear, man. <laughs> Enjoy while it lasts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Never know. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, today, today, um, we're just going to go straight in and do the mm. housekeeping first. Firstly, thanks to everybody who've been uh, downloading and, and listening to our episodes. We've got more than uh, 5,300 uh, mm. downloads now. So thanks so much for all your support. Getting, clo- getting closer to 10K. Getting closer to 10K, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> A journey of uh, 10,000 10, Ks is... Uh, <laughs> 10,000 10, <laughs> journey of 10,000 downloads starts with the uh, first download by you. So, mm. like, uh, like the episode, share the episode. Um, you know, Shai's episode that we put out a couple of weeks ago, uh, that, that's, been, that's been doing quite well. Oh, I so would imagine all, so. Yeah, yeah. So, thanks, thanks to all of you guys. And, um, you know, uh, don't forget to um, like and, and subscribe. And if you want to leave us a comment or tell us what you like to see, on the podcast, you can do so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, see. yeah, yeah. I, I keep, yeah, I keep. Not I keep, yet, not yet, In your mind. <laughs> see in your mind. <laughs> Visualization <laughs> techniques. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just drop us a, a message on our Instagram, Lion City Rock, and our mm. Facebook, Lion City Rock as well. Um, pretty soon, we will have our own uh, TikTok. Of course, when I say pretty soon, I mean that in the in the. You know, in the grand scheme of things, lah. Like, and, and it won't be us dancing, sorry. Yeah, yeah it won't be us dancing. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be our, it'll be our avatars, our AIs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, check booty. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thanks again for for all those tuning in. Uh, if it's your first time, welcome to Lion City Rock. Uh, we hope you like this uh, episode because today we have somebody really, really special. Uh, this guy has been around. He's been around the block a few times, uh, Quite, quite a few times. Um, blockbuster, yeah. blockbuster. He is <laughs> definitely. I mean, seriously, one of our our true blue pioneers of the local music, Singapore local music scene. Um, you know, he's with the Stray Dogs right right when they were at their peak at, of their career, and he's gone on to do so many other things. He's he's literally like he says on his his uh, album a couple of years ago, the last dog standing. Um, so <laughs> let's put our hands together and welcome Lip Kiang. Hey, yeah. welcome to the machine. How are you? Yeah, that was some intro, man. <laughs> yeah, he tries his best. Yeah, yeah I try. I try. You're still playing with uh, Patrick? Yeah. So we, I mean, Pat, Chris is so, and, and I and Pat, we we have a band called Fast Colors. Oh, that we, that we kind of do kind of local music covers and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's nice to see that you are still actively gigging, especially mm. now. If then maybe you should talk about that first because this this show is coming up. Um, you're with uh, Welcome to the Machine. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a it's a. Do we call it a, a tribute band? Is is that what it is? Pink Floyd tribute band. Yeah. Mm, and and what maybe you can talk to about what this this uh, show is coming up? Um, Actually, to be honest, I just normally go for the gig and things like that. The the arrangement for shows is normally done by 
Lawrence and Noel, where they do in synchronized with the movie what Wizard of Oz or something like that. Mm. Yeah, where where Pink Floyd really comes on certain parts. I've watched the video and it just blends in so perfectly, you know. Wow. So uh, doing the music part with I think with the movie running in the background or something like that. Right, mm. right. So, so, so it's only certain parts, lah. It's only certain parts where the band will play, lah. Be honest, I got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the whole album called Dark Side of the Moon, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and, and the show is called Dark Side of the Rainbow. Uh, yeah. It's on uh, 11th November. Yeah, 10th and, and 11th. 10th and 11th November, sorry. 10th and 11th November. Uh, projector. Projector, I think. It's right. Beach Road, right? Yeah. Okay, yes. So the projector at Beach Road. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to go and check this out, it's quite it's quite an experience. I've, I've seen them play a, uh, a couple of times. It's it's if you if you want to get transported back to uh, to a pink and you can't watch a Pink Floyd show nowadays, this no, is the can't. this is the thing. <laughs> this is the one to watch, from it, Come on. So so it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be the original. Dark side, right? Not the Roger Waters version, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> and I understand that in this one also they will be uh, incorporating uh, 2001 and Space Odyssey as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's oh. the thing. Yeah, Being along with it, I, for me, it's actually a problem. No, no, I'm the sort of player that just <laughs> go and hunt them. <laughs> yeah. right that. Now I got to like, wow, wait for this part, wait for that part, and all that. Nah. <laughs> Susa, man. <laughs> so it's. it's Fuck, man, hey, tell me when to come in. <laughs> hey, old man, old man, careful this part. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> like, you know, the Zoomers, I don't even know how to do what to do. Lord, you have to put it on the phone for me and all that. So, that's sort of a guy that I am. <laughs> so, so, how did this whole, the, how did Welcome to Machine, how did you get together to begin with? I, I used to run a guitar shop called yes. Guitar 77. Hang around with all the guys that come in. Actually, the shop wasn't doing business with like a jam okay. session shop. <laughs> so every day, you know, different guys were coming. So I get along very well with Noel. You know, we are buddies and you know, we screw each other up sometimes. So one day he said, hey, let's start a band. I said, hell, I cannot play. You know, I mean, I stopped so long and my fingers are kind of tired, very slow. Actually, right. I'm very slow now. Can play Pink Floyd. Yeah, okay, maybe. So that's how we got together wow. and started. Okay. Like, you know. okay. So all this yeah. all happened at Guitar 77. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Man. Well, but speaking of starting bands, I mean, let, let's, let's take you back to the 60s when, uh, you know, with, with the Stray Dogs. How did you get your start with that? Was that your first band or, or had you been playing? It was my first band. Uh, it's a bunch of us guys in Katong, you know. So, we hang around, going to the beach and all that. So one day this guy, William, unfortunately he's passed on. Uh, he was my sister's boyfriend. So he was with his band, The Trackers, or quite quite a popular band. He came with a guitar one day and he played. And then we're all like, you know, freaked out. And we felt, like, oh, we all want to learn and all that. So that's how it started in about 1964 or 65. Before the band actually formed in 1966, uh, that's how we got together. Yeah, this was the first iteration, the first uh, version of the band, uh, the Mark One. Uh. 
I mean, mm. why were you guys playing? Like, did you already have your own stuff or were you doing like R&B and stuff like that? No, we were doing R&B. We are mainly Rolling Stones, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, in fact, when we had our first jam session, suddenly right. Jeffrey Lo pushed this big guitar to me. What is this? This is a bass player. <laughs> so I started with the Had bass. you played bass before? Or, yeah. or this is the first time? The first time. I just turned four chords only. C, A minor, F, G7, and don't know what to do next. Next thing got band <laughs> practice. <laughs> so where they press, I also follow where they press. <laughs> so so did you watch the Rolling Stones when they were... Yeah, in Facebook? Badminton Hall. I can't remember the year I was there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. I think they came along with the Kings, I think. The you saw band. the Kings as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So that must have been something. Yeah, that was so too good, man, for me. <laughs> that was incredible, man. Do you, do you remember, like, what, what, what was the, the scene like when you were... What, what was... I mean, like, you know, what was the crowd like? Was it, was it mm. like, uh, mm. you know, a lot, of, a lot of people like you? Or were there a lot of expats? I mean, I, I read that there were a lot of expat kids also watching all yeah. these concerts and stuff like that. Yeah, there were a lot of expats, mainly from the British forces, mm. RAF, you know what I mean? They were stationed. Mm. I think they played quite a big part in influencing uh, Western music, to, so to speak. Yeah. Mm. And during those time, a lot of the locals, they don't really understand what we're playing. R&B, only a handful, mm. like Katong uh, friends and things like that and all that that got onto the music and the crowd was very good. I mean, we uh, we always have friends that follow and you know, can make up by the hundreds even. You know, I mean, wow. Yeah. When you guys were the street dogs, I mean, were you also influenced by the bands that came before, like, like the Quest or, or, or you know, mm. Cyclones or Trailers? All those guys who were around. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Cyclones, yeah, because Siva and company they did some songs that R and B and all that. Mm. The Golden Venus, we were very impressed by Checkmates and all that. No? Mm. Yes, of course, they were the you know. Commercial pop thing, la, which we weren't looking at. Mm. You know? They were popular. I mean, everybody knows the quest, the trailers, and uh, crescendo, so you know, whatever. Mm. You know? yeah. <laughs> we were one of those in the background, one, la, underground, they call it underground music. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where, 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 what were the venues when you all started up? Where did you all play? Oh, we mainly played. At the, the the army camps, yeah, oh. that's how we started going around from camp to camp because we had this English manager called Brian Pickering, and he would source out the gigs and get us to play, and even put us in places like officers' mess. After hearing two songs, they kick us out. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> 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 oh, oh, welcome. 
Wow. <laughs> the two songs. Can you please just get those locals out of here? And all that. <laughs> oh, shit out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's rock and roll, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, in doing all these gigs as well, I mean, like, what, you know, you play at the cans. Did you do, did you also play at all the other, I mean, you know, we read so much about like places like the Golden Venus, like you were mentioning, you know, the Princess Hotel. Uh, of course. You know, yeah, we were. Resident band after the checkmates left Golden Venus. So I, I think the cyclones and all were a bit tired of it. They, they had they were going on for many years. Right. Right. So right. Uh, I think the management, Mrs. Huang or something like Orchard Hotel, mm-hmm. approached us and we agreed to play. Actually, when we re- we played, we actually revived the the tea dance again at Golden Venus. Wow. Mm. Yes. Uh, more locals came instead of the usual Angmors and you no know, army right. camp. Yeah. So from from this Golden Venus, I believe uh Wisma Atria where the fried ice plate or something like that, yeah, they started to that was really good. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. You know, maybe, maybe could, could you tell us what it was uh, like to to play at these kind of like what was the what was the scene like at, at these event uh, at these? Oh, like tea dancers. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was time like you know meet friends and all that. And I mean, and those are the places where you know the present people like my age. A lot of them uh, hook their girlfriends and end up getting married from wow. there. Yeah, so. <laughs> So it's whenever we do like a sort of reunion or you know, a small little get together, we get a yeah. lot of all these people coming mm. and sharing with us. Wow, oh, y'all play that song, uh, you know, no, no. <laughs> especially slow song. We can grab the girl. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so those good times, right? Now. Yes, <laughs> but unfortunately, we're branded yellow culture. You know what I mean, uh? Mm. Right, yeah. right. Blah yes. blah blah. Tea dance kena ban. Barbarella, which we were playing, also cannot stop. Then yeah. we natural death. From there, we actually disbanded. The first phrase mm. plus Jimmy Apadure and all yeah. that this disbanded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe you could talk a bit more about that that thing as well because like that was when also you guys were recording. You all had two singles. Could, could you so, talk about about doing those songs? I mean that. Like, um, how did those songs come about and, and why mm. did you guys decide to put out those those tracks? Where was so, it recorded? Yeah, where were they recorded? We were approached by EMI. Mm. Uh, I think Mrs. Devon or mm. Reg, Reggie. Reggie wasn't the producer then. Ah, okay. So they I think they kind of heard of us, like, you know, like underground band got following and all that. Mm. Just came up, you all have original we all bluff. Like, yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, come in for recording. Uh, uh, okay, uh, so, scratch it. So, Ronnie, my brother, Xiao, and William, uh, just came around and jammed up. That's how Mum's to pampering got around. Mm. Ronnie, oh. My brother came out with the words, and he and a few others get the chords going. Uh, that's it. Yeah.
So this will be McDonald's house, lah. Yeah, yeah, that was in McDonald's. In fact, all our recordings were there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. EMI, lah. Like, EMI. Yeah. Right, right. What was that? What was that space like? I mean, like, you know, we we always hear about McDonald's house, but of course, you know, since then it's it's closed shop as a as a studio and all that kind of stuff. So, but what was that? What was what was McDonald's house like? I mean, mm. oh, I mean, it's quite a quite a big place for us uh, during those times. You know, walking into a studio, big mixer, how many tracks and you know, all that sort of thing, and uh, several rooms <clears throat> and all that. So, actually, quite scary for us. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. walking and then doing takes after take and all that. And during those times, you cannot. Take and then cut and then this and wish what I can do now. Uh, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't make mistake. Well, I'm making. I mean, <laughs> yes. So you play as simple as you can and all that. So actually, yeah. those recording could have been much better, but of course it's organic, lah. You know what I mean? But yeah. we play life is so different actually. <laughs> yes. Because it's quite stressful, right? When you're when you're recording the takes, I like, don't fuck it up, don't fuck it up. Yeah, man. <laughs> horrible, man. <laughs> Again, like like what you're saying, like because the other, because I got like the quest or, or, or mm. the trailers or mm. you know Naomi and the boys and stuff. So I, so your sound was really really very very different from everybody yeah. else that came before, you know. Yeah, from that recording, there was a hiatus for a while. You know what I mean? And then one day Reggie came up. We met with Reggie and we we're, you know, having a good time. You know. Then Reggie asked, hey, what happened to you guys? You want to start another song or something like that? So that's where we got Cold Morning and Freedom. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, okay, and that was this was like why 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 do you guys go on hiatus and after after the after to campaign? Basically, there were no more gigs uh, during those times, yeah. Hmm. And then the scene wasn't happening at all. Only playing nightclub like, you know, girly bar and things like that. So right. yeah, so we more or less like just jam money uh, once in a while. So I think there's no band going on until. This recording came up, and then me, soon Jimmy, mm-hmm. Terry, and all that. We started the the stray dogs, and just to play a few gigs, and then do this this two songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like like places like the badminton hall or that no, were not. No, 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 no. They don't exist. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I mean, badminton hall, badminton hall is there. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but as on. a venue for, for concerts. Close your eyes, let our flight Take a dream of time this night Have yourself a freedom right Who are you gonna touch the sky? Please make it Hey, freedom Pass it round before we move And then, I mean, but of course, after, after you release uh, Freedom, which... Mm. Um, was like very big, right? It was like yeah. quite a big hit in Malaysia and stuff like that. Mm. So what, what what happened after that then? Well, 
after that, I think uh, the band more or less like you know broke up because the drummer then was Lawrence. He had to go into NS, uh, and we couldn't find a replacement so far. So we took a break until we found Amel. Amel was the drummer for Repent and all that, Repent. Mm. Yeah, so. And before that, we did a small tour to KL where we played in a music festival. And so we more or less, more or less get together again. And Reggie again approached and said, what, what happened to you? Are you, you gone into oblivion <laughs> or something? Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, while, you know, having a session with... Uh, Reggie and Vernon Cornelius, mm. yeah, came up with the mm. team for mum. I mean, for uh, what? Repent, yeah. Right. So it, so, so got the lyrics and all that. Went into the studio and was nice, like, Was good. so Reggie did all the arrangement for the strings and all that. He played the piano and all that. Wow. Yeah, Reggie arranged everything. Reggie is fantastic. surprised that that uh, the song was uh, such a such a popular one it when it came out it wasn't that popular it was, oh okay uh, some people like some djs didn't like it and that's why sometimes can't understand the our local djs why don't support a bit of you no know, local mm. music and all that so some didn't like it and so actually it sold well but mm-hmm. it wasn't like you know popular over the airwaves and things like that like, yeah so it wasn't that popular so okay. so what's behind like you know i mean the titles i mean the titles are all quite mm. uh, memorable mm. right they catch they catch your attention so like freedom for example <laughs> or repent right these are mm. all kind of heavy titles <laughs> right so what what's behind the thinking Mm. Because freedom was the time when we were really suppressed by the, you know, authorities. Uh, <laughs> okay. So when we wrote freedom, you know, close your eyes and let them fly and yeah. take, the, take the time. You know, what the trip is like. actually, we are you know sort of like you know, influence. We're not trying to influence tripping or anything, but we are on that level, like you know. Hack this, uh, no, we have mm. to fight for freedom because it's our rights and all that. So it was quite uh, powerful in that terms. And yes. because of, I think the, the title and all, catchy and all that, it went to 
he went somewhere lah in, mm. in the church yeah. mm. uh, as for repent uh, my dad used to be a very successful businessman and all that so one day I went up to him and asked him for some money so he said you know it's there I'm like, going to take it right now. but I dipped my hands into his pocket there was nothing there <laughs> but, and I felt so sad I said you got no money you just kept quiet so that made me realize that you know even though he may be a businessman going around there there's a lot of things that went on without us knowing I think. Mm. so I kind of feel sad for my old man yeah, wrote this song yeah, oh. that's, yeah that's it yeah you know this kind of things were not really communicated in all the other songs that you know, come out from from our scene, right? Which was yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's quite bold, especially when you consider the times in Singapore, right? So, was there any? And I'm, probably there were, right? Some kind of reaction from the authorities. <laughs> Even if they did, we didn't give a fuck, like, You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so. Didn't hear of any, so act it like, you know what I mean? Some people say freedom was banned. Fuck them. Like. Was it banned? <laughs> no, like, I think the the following was too small for them to bother. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, by this time, yeah, like you said, there was this clamp down, the yellow culture thing. Uh, you know, clubs are all closing down. Bands were not, bands found themselves not being able to play here. And I know that a lot of them decided uh, just go away, right? So people go to Europe, people yeah, go around right. the region. Mm. What, what, for yourself, like, what, what, what did you do um, during this period? During this period, we actually, I, that's where I actually stopped playing, you know what I mean? Mm. For mm. many years, more than 10 years. Wow. Until, yeah, until where this guitar shop thing came around, this and that. So, you know, kind of rekindled my mm. dying period. So, mm. did nothing. It was like survival case, you know, you got to work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the family. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, that is always like the, and we've always talked about this before, uh, this mm. the so-called untold story, right? It's that we always talk about the 60s, oh yeah, great Singapore music. But then after that, <laughs> What happened, yeah. right? You seldom kind of really talk about what about all those people, right? Mm. Yourself included, who like suddenly, right? Couldn't do music anymore, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we basically went back to nine to five type of rat race thing. Like, yeah. yeah. When, when did when did you do the guitar shop? Because I remember meeting you there, but that was oh, yeah. like years and years ago. Though. <laughs> yeah. When when exactly I, did you start down there? Ask me. I also can't really. My memory <laughs> was it in seventy seven? Twenty years ago, when I, from now from today, it was maybe twenty years ago that we started. Yeah. Right. Right. It uh, moved several locations around the basement. Yeah. Yeah, it was all the time in the basement, but we shifted a few times around the basement. Because okay. you know, landlords are, you know, bastards. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I think that that's the main problem for a lot of yeah. Singapore businesses. La. You know, maybe maybe you, you also can talk a, a bit. I mean, Guitar Seventy Seven, of course, is quite a like you said, it's quite an iconic uh, place mm, now. Yes. But maybe maybe like what was that like? I mean, when you were working, when you were doing running the shop there and all that, you mm. know, what was that like for you? Because you will see all these young musicians coming in, mm. and you mm. were once you know doing exactly the same thing, right? <laughs> well. It was really fun, you know, running the guitar shop because the way we run it is more or less like a, it's so very relaxed huh? mm. and got no attitude with people wanting to try the guitars or want to play anything or what, you know. So uh, what's on our mind was to try and spread music yes. and hopefully can make some money, you know, which we didn't, we went bankrupt, you know what I mean? Mm. Wow. Yes, yeah. So I really enjoyed like coming to open the shop every day and all that. I mean, knowing that at the end of the day, in the evening, you know, guys will come and hang out. We'll have mm. drink wine, drink whiskey, and all that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Good time. <laughs> so, from a business point of view, <laughs> that wasn't very good, <laughs> but it was really, really. Uh, a time that I'll treasure, you know, I mean, Guitar 77, all the going ons and all that, yeah. It's, it's really, about the community, right? The community. Right, uh, yeah, right. We basically started a community, you know, yeah. Mm. And we still gather once a year, sometimes in my house, sometimes in other places, we call it Pak uh, Teban or something, where all the old guys from Guitar 77, or in fact, their customers, we meet once a year, have a big bash, you know what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. Everybody will go back drunk and things like that. So those are good times, you know, even though I hardly play until welcome to the machine. So yeah, mm. that, pretty good, yeah. I know that a couple of years ago you put out uh, an album. Mm. You called it Last Dog, St- Last Dog Standing. <laughs> Actually, what I meant by Last Dog Standing was is because I've been from the first to the last stray dog. I, mean, I was in every right. every setup I was there. Mm. They came and go and change you and all that. So I was there basically all the way. So that was the journey I was trying to portray, not because I'm the last one alive or, you know. <laughs> so that was the, the thing that was on my mind. I mean, that, to name the album Last, Last Dog. Yeah, and the songs in it, actually, they were written many, many, many years ago. Some as uh-huh. 30 years old. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, so one day when someone came, Daryl, my friend, came to the shop, you got original. Yeah, of course, got original. <laughs> so play one song, and then this guy kept on bugging me, like, you, hey, you got to record. You record, record, to... yes. <laughs> yeah. Then I, I, I even went to uh, who? Patrick, you know, Patrick Chen. Yes. So we 
together. Yeah, he did a lot of tracks for me. Yeah, mm. all that. So finally, the album came out after forty years. <laughs> yeah, better late than never. And all my songs were personal experiences. I I don't want to write anything else. So mm. even did a dedication to Paul Ponodure, which mm. was. Really close friend, even though I didn't know him that long. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and the stuff inside were real life stories, lah. More or less, yeah. Mm. Your your first track that I was listening to the was Katong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which is like quite a nice uh, journey back in time to to you yeah, know because yeah. you, you mentioned all these places inside there and stuff like that, right? It's like okay, yeah, I, I you know. Did you like the album? Yeah, I, I was listening. I was listening to to quite a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I like the I like the because like you said, it's very it's, it sounds very personal. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. So, so that's why I'm just wondering also because like you know when when you were recording all this, because these are all your own experiences and stuff like that, you know. But I found that you know I it, there was some even even though I you know I, I I you know like I said I don't know the experiences, but there was some sort of to me lah. I, I could still feel connection to to the. The tracks on the album, you, you know what I mean. Job done. Yes, that's what that's what uh, that's what good music and good songs should do. Connect. I I also know that that uh, yeah the you re-recorded a couple of uh, Stray Dogs tracks for this album, right? Yeah, uh, Cold Morning and Mum's Still Pampering. Yeah. Mm, why do you want to record these two particular songs? Because. Cold morning was supposed to be like that, and soon came up with the riff. Kana, kana, cannot yeah. slow, cannot. So, so I said, "Wow, kanina my song." <laughs> so one day, <laughs> I said, "One day I'm gonna do it." So I did it myself. <laughs> so that's the version that I actually how that's how I wrote the song. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So, so this version is actually the true original vision. Yeah. <laughs> It's a cold morning that I once knew Can remember things that went by It's a cold morning and that's how I feel No matter how I cry Wow, wow. And, and then Mom's too pampering? What was it? pampering because... Me and my brother-in-law, Mickey, is, we always felt that it could be more than, than that. No? I mean, uh, why you left home, things like that. Mm. And basically from a major chord, I use a minor chord to get a different melody, which is still around the same line and all that. Mm. So it tells uh, more of a story of like, you know, yeah, guy leaving home and what he expects and you know, things like that. Yeah, <clears throat> and I, of course, added percussion, flute, you know. Flute was one of the instrument that I really loved hearing because yeah. of Jack Portal and all that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And so I really got uh, this guy, Rick, who is world champion flute blower or something like that, you know, mm. to play. <laughs> yeah. So those were the two tracks that I read it, read it. Yeah. Life on the street is no ball. 
Like, did you? I know you did a bit of press for for that album and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, have you have you done anything else? Mm, no lah. <clears throat> uh, right now, in the process of doing two two songs. I oh, mean, okay. Uh, with Clement, this uh, you don't know when will it be ready. Like, you know, Clement also. You know Clement, right? Yeah, Clement quite, Young, right? Quite, yeah, yeah. quite busy, right? Morning, night, every day, so cannot. So <laughs> until the time comes when we have a drinking session and then take up the guitar and play for him to hear or whatnot. Mm. So in the meantime, it's all machine, machine, machine. Welcome to the machine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if if you guys want to catch, welcome to the machine. Tenth uh, and eleventh of November is. At the projector is where they'll be uh, playing the albums, Dark Side, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, Side of the Moon. Floyd, um, and set to set to film. Um, what's it? So it's, it's, it's only lost? only songs from Dark Side of the Moon, nothing else. Yeah, okay. this actually to commemorate the 50th anniversary of Dark Side. That's right. Oh right, yes. right. Yes, yes. Yes, 73. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, and you can. I mean, like. It's, isn't the isn't isn't welcome to, to the machine like uh, around this? Is it an anniversary year as well? Because I I thought you guys started. Um, I think it's yeah around. I think it's our tenth anniversary. Tenth anniversary, yeah. right? Yeah, twenty. Because I remember I remember talking talking you guys like about ten years ago, twenty thirteen, I think, or something like that. Coincidental, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so it's not planned as the anniversary bash kind of thing, I know. No. no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's the 10th anniversary of Welcome to the Machine and then, you know, go and catch this gig at the projector at uh, Beach Road. Yeah, but if people, I mean, are you are you still very active on socials and stuff like that? Where can people, can people, I mean... Go on Facebook, Welcome to the Machine page, I guess, yeah. Mm. And all the other things like Twitter, what, blah, 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 which I don't even know about. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. I guess it's all publicity there. And then you guys <laughs> are also helping me spread so that thank you know. <laughs> No man, no man. We wanna thank you for, for agreeing to yeah. come on, man, because it's like you know, like we said, like, it's such a rare opportunity to speak yes. to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it's important now uh, to get the insights, especially in relation to you know that era. But actually, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you. So I mean, like, because we we had mentioned like you doing shows at Golden Venus and all that kind of stuff, which were very popular places and all that. Like for for you guys as the stray dogs, right? And just going back to the stray dogs for a short while. Like, mm. uh, you know, were were there like what was the fan reaction like? Like, were you guys were you able to like you know walk down the streets without people pointing at you and go, hey, isn't that the guy from in Katong? Yeah, like, because we hang around that area long. Oh, okay. Uh, Actually, they're just friends, like you know. There no such thing like Beatlemania, you know. <laughs> okay. 
Hey, straight up, yeah, how are you, how are you, that sort of thing, like, no. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're pretty well received and people in Katong really know us, yeah. But is this, is this Welcome to the Machine show the only one that you guys have, uh, are planning to do or will there be more, uh, are you guys doing more? We are actually trying to do the big one. We're trying to do the wall next year. Wow. Um, yeah, with all the props and... Uh, really? And wow. So, we're also looking for sponsorship and things like that, you know, trying to okay. tie up. Because it costs quite a lot of money to put yeah. that up. Yeah. That's ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, know whether, part- but we're trying. The songs and all that, we like almost done quite a number of the from the album. Oh. So with coordinating the other stuff, yeah, yeah, that that should be interesting. Yeah, make sure that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we then we can come on and talk about that yeah. <laughs> next year, next year. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. The Lawrence, not me. Lawrence, yeah. Lawrence. okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks so much, uh, Cam, mm. for taking time out. Thank man. you. Seriously, thanks, thanks so much for for coming. All on. the best, man. Huh? you guys are doing a great job. Thanks, Matt. Right. See you. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, so once again, go catch what, uh, Welcome to the Machine at Projector 10, 11 November. Uh, tickets are available online. You can go and check it out. Um, and if you want to know more about them, like what Kyung just said, go to their Facebook. I think they're on Instagram as well. Mm. Um, and if you want to hear Kyung's uh, Last Dog Standing, it, it's, still, it's still available, right? Yep. Uh, yep. It's on the streaming platforms. Spotify, yeah. Apple, everywhere. Like. Yeah, yeah. So go check that one out and, and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, drop a line on our Lines D Rock Facebook and Instagram to let us know what you think of this episode. Uh, who do you want us to talk to uh, next? You know, and uh, yes, yeah. finally, 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 always wanted to, you know, talk a little bit more about the post thing, the po- right? Because yeah. Right. I mean, we've talked to some people like when we talked to like Richard, Richard Khan, mm. they left, right? They left. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Kyung is one of those who <laughs> left behind, so to speak, right? Stay mm. back. Yeah. Singapore and then do something else, right? Because that's the reality, right? If you're back in Singapore, if you're not going to Europe or anywhere else to try to yeah, I mean, do music, you know, what other choice do you have? Exactly. You're a musician. And you have nowhere to play. I mean, <laughs> you know. nowhere to play. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, in the past, I mean, they were being paid. They were working musicians, you know. Mm-hmm. So suddenly, that's all gone, right? And you got to, you know. Yeah. What What do you do, right? Get a job. You get a your livelihood job, is taken so away. Speak, right? Yeah. Exactly. So if you like that episode, uh, of course, please give it a like on all the mm. platforms. Um, some of them you can leave a review. Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review on there. Uh, can rate rate us as well on Spotify and Apple. So please give us a, uh, a rating there, like five stars. I think is the yeah, yeah. minimum. Five stars minimum. is the minimum amount, right? Yeah, minimum, yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah. <laughs> five stars is the minimum. So so just just give five stars. Uh, <laughs> and if you want, uh, you know, to help support the podcast a bit more, there's always the donation link down in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, yep. leave, a, leave a message on our DMs on our fast uh, yeah. sorry I almost said fast colours again <laughs> Lion City Rock Facebook and Lion Instagram. City Rock Facebook Instagram yeah yeah, yeah. drop us a line eh? yeah, uh, yeah I think that's it right anything that's it, else that's you want to say no 
Well, as usual, um, check out my music on mm. the streaming platforms. By by the time this is out, the uh, Watchmen Omega EP should be out as well. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So okay. and together with the rest, I give a little for Christmas or out now. Mm. So right, check it all out. Do the usual things: stream, put in a playlist, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave we'll leave a link to the to Kevin's uh, stuff in the show mm. notes as well. Yep. So thanks so much for listening, man. And uh, until next time. Thank uh, you. Keep the Lion City rocking. Ta ta. Yep. Ciao.